Good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Welcome back to The Right Mentality. On today's episode, we have a very special guest. This is Mr. Michael Fulwiler. I say it right, Michael Fulwiler. Yes, sir. All right, perfect, perfect. Guys, today, today's episode, something special for you. But, you know, um, we're going to let Mr. Michael here introduce himself, tell you a little bit about him. And we're going to dive into it. So, Michael, tell the people a little bit about you. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for, for having me on. Um, I spent the first eight and a half years of my career running marketing for the Gottman Institute, which is the leading relationship, health and wellness company in the country. And I've spent the last two years working as a marketing advisor and consultant to mental health tech companies, as well as mental health professionals. So I've really built my career as a professional marketer in the mental health industry. Nice, nice, man. Listen, appreciate you for everything that you do. Because, hey, mental health in today's field, I, I think it's just so broad. And, you know, you could just reach so many people doing anything in the mental health field. So, good people. Like I said, welcome back. Today's episode, Who Needs Therapy? Now, me, I'm an up-and-coming therapist, man. Like, me hopping into this now, believe me, this is not the easiest field to get into. But believe me, when I say who needs therapy, that question goes to everybody like every single person on this earth because I feel like every person on earth needs therapy but some people feel like they don't but to ask you who do you feel needs therapy yeah it's it's a great question I don't know if, if I would say that everyone needs therapy I think that everyone could benefit from therapy I think that there's you know some folks who may not respond to traditional talk therapy and maybe you know meditation or journaling may work better for them um, but in general I think the stigma of therapy is that you see a therapist when something's wrong right and I really prefer a more proactive approach to mental health right you can think of a therapist as a personal trainer for your mind. And so, you know, you don't have to be in a bad place to go see a therapist. You can actually go see one uh, um, and be really proactive about, about your mental health. Yeah, listen, that is so, so, so very true. And to sit here and say, like how you said, it's a, uh, it's like a, uh, what would you say? Uh, it is a, um, dang, I got lost, man. Uh, um, Somebody in the gym doing it for you. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Per personal trainer. A personal right. trainer. Yes. For your mind. And like that part right there is something like you said, no, not everybody does need therapy. But to sit here and think about how we look at things in life and what we go through. Not everybody goes through, you know, some of the things that, you know, people that go to therapy need it for. Like, I mean, hey, some people would just go to therapy just to say, you know, man, I just want somebody to talk to. I just want to vent. Work was a little crazy today. I want to tell somebody a story. Let me just tell you this story. You know, nothing could be wrong, but 
let's put it towards the people that actually need the therapy, but yet they say they, they don't. Now, take me for an example. Now, I went through a divorce uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, at the point I was like, you know, friends was like, nah, man, go to therapy, you know, check it out, see what's going on. Maybe you could figure out some new things in your mind. I don't need therapy. <laughs> I figured it out myself. Like, it's it's simple. You get divorced, you move on with your life. But at the same time, it's like, there were some things in the back of my mind that weren't getting out because I didn't talk about them. Like, that's something that's very painful. And a lot of people don't want to think because, of course, as men, society says, don't cry. Don't, don't feel that pain. Or you can, you can have that pain, but hold it in. So for those that feel like they don't need therapy, but they do, what would you kind of say to those type of people? Yeah, I think that's the message that we receive as men, right? From, from society is that, that, you know, pain is weakness and you know, we shouldn't show our emotions and we should be strong. And, <laughs> um, you know, what happens is those emotions just get suppressed, right? And pushed down and they always come out. And so having a safe space to, to talk with, with someone that's not a friend or family member, right? Who is more objective, um, I think is incredibly helpful. Listen, man, that to suppress all of that, it's like when you, you ever seen a compressor and, you know, somebody, <laughs> you put a car in a car compressor and you just smash it. Like it, it's fascinating to see because when you think about it, let's look at it like this. It's fascinating to see something getting smashed and you want to know what's about to happen. How is it going to bust? What's going to come out of the car? Treat that as a man, you know, or not just a man, but a person in general. When you compress all that anger, fear, sadness, pain, and it just gets compiled together and it gets smashed all down together, you never know what's going to come out. And to see what does come out on the other side, most of the times is depression, is anxiety, is uh, suicide, homicide, stuff like that. And, you know, we try to avoid those types of things. So working in the mental health field, becoming a therapist, those are the kinds of things that we want to avoid or not to say avoid because some things are inevitable, but we want to attempt to maybe find coping mechanisms, you know, different ways we can combat the anxiety of just stepping out your front door, you know, maybe look out the window as a, as a find different avenues, different ways that we can do different things. Cause it's like, to me, man, I have a fear of drowning. So for me, I'm gonna just put my feet in the pool. You know, it's a start, right? It's a start <laughs> somewhere. Uh, but I was, I would always say we got to start somewhere. So just going through that and understanding things. Now, adults and children, of course, that's a very wide aspect there. Uh, would you say children need therapy as well as adults? Or should I say, let's, let's put it like, do you feel children need therapy as 
as intense as adults need therapy. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting question. Like when should someone start individual therapy? Um, you know, I think if a child has gone through a traumatic experience, something has happened to them, their parents get divorced. You know, I think having therapy as part of their life, um, can only be beneficial. Um, to be honest, I haven't given it much thought, you know, outside of that as someone who's not a parent yet myself, I'm, I'm sure my <laughs> perspective on that. Makes Wait a minute, you got a, you got a like, dog, you got a dog. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's listen, I think maybe yeah, like, it may not be, look like a baby, but it's a baby. Right. Yeah, that's true. True. Um, I think like by the time you get to high school, I think by the time you're a teenager, I think at least, you know, being aware of your mental health, I think is important because, you know, so many kids are brought up and they're so sheltered, right. From the outside world. Um, and then they go off to college, you know, or go <laughs> into the workforce and they're exposed to things that, you know, may be scary for them. Um, and it's just, it's different. Right. And so, um, I think the, the earlier that whether it's therapy or just education about mental health, if we can get that into the schools. Um, and so kids start to learn, you know, about their emotions, how to, how to regulate them, how to have like difficult conversations, you know, those basic skills, um, if those can be taught in, in school and kids can learn them at a young age, I think that only will benefit society. I, I completely agree with that. Um, you know, me working with kids today, it's like, man, to, I feel like a lot of children today don't, they feel as if adults haven't been through some of the things that they're going through now. So it's like, well, you can't relate to me. So like when I used to be um, a juvenile justice officer working in the um, detention center with the kids, like I would have a lot of kids come up to me or get mad. And I'd be like, man, you ain't never been through what I've been through. I'm going to tell you like this. Um, I may not have been through exactly what you're going through, but I've been on that, that spectrum. Okay. I've, I've been in some of the places that you've been. I just got here before you did. So, you know, it's, I feel like we have to kind of relate to children and get on their playing field, you know, like get eye to eye with them to kind of understand, you know, somebody that may not be in the mental health field, somebody that may not be a therapist, but to just level with a child and get them to understand, listen, man, I hear you. I, I see what you're going through. Because to me, I feel like a, a lot of children today aren't being heard in the homes, which makes it feel, makes it seem like, okay, we're not hitting this soon enough. So then it gets to the point where they get in middle school and high school and the parents are like, oh man, what's, what's going on here? Um, why are you acting like this now? You like, you weren't like this at 10. Now you're 15 and you want to act out. And I'm just like, I just want to be your friend. That's my issue right there. That is my issue. Mm. Parents want to be friends for their children. Then now the children need therapy because the parents don't want to do the parent job. What did, what did Michael Jackson say? Can't take care of that baby. Don't have that baby. <laughs> 
So it's like, like you said, man, we, we got to hit it early. And to hit it early, you got to hit it at, you know, childhood. Because, you know, children do go through things. Um, they go through a lot of stuff. Some stuff they don't even want to talk about because, like I said, they're not heard. So me working with the kids today, it's like they're not heard enough. But, you know, like you said, you're not a parent. I have a daughter. Um, and there's some things my daughter may talk to me about. There's some things she may not want to talk to me about. But leading up into the adulthood, I guess, poses the question of, is it okay for a child to go through life and not have that type of therapy in the home as well as in adulthood because I mean you can get one two therapy sessions and you know you feel like you're okay but how do you know you really need it is my question are you asking kids or kind of in general um, I would kind of say, let's put it in general, because I mean, we all have to grow up one day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think if there's something specific that you want to work on, as it relates to your mental health, right? Like you're feeling depressed, you're feeling really anxious, you can't sleep at night, like there's, there's something that, you know, you want to work on in therapy, then I think that's great. And um, when I, you know, talk to people about how to find a therapist, I always encourage them to shop around, you know, like, because fit is the most important thing with the therapist. The, the relationship between therapist and client is the greatest predictor of effectiveness, you know, whether that therapy is going to work. And so you may, you know, meet with a few therapists that you just like don't vibe with and they're not a good fit for you. Um, but when you find that person, uh, it's, it's like <laughs> not that different than dating, right? Like you find someone you really connect with, you feel safe with, yeah. um, and you feel like, you know, you're growing, um, towards something and it's a process. I think people expect like, they're going to go to therapy. They're going to feel better, but actually yeah. it's like going to the gym. If you haven't been in a while, like you're going to be really sore, <laughs> right? Like it's going to probably be worse before it gets better. Um, but absolutely, that, there should be that growth. And if you don't feel like you're growing week to week, um, then it's okay to yeah. find a find a new therapist. Dude, that's perfect. Listen, that's that's perfect. I, I, I use it a lot. You know, people look at you, you go into the gym or you see all the social media posts and you're trying to figure out like, why am I not changing? What's why am I still fat? Why am I not gaining weight? Um, it's not gonna happen in a day, ma'am and sir. You know, it, it takes time, like give it time. We gotta we gotta process this thing, we gotta get through it. Um, but I feel like, you know, just when you not you, but people in general, when you get to that point and it's like, man, I'm, I'm about to hit this peak, but I'm tired. I don't want to do it anymore. Um, it's getting too difficult. It's like right at that moment in that therapy session, when you just about to hit that breakthrough, you quit. 
Like, no, stay in it. Come on, man. Like, but to me, I I love to tell my kids when I go see them and talk to them. You know, when I get in that room, Mr. Ryan, I got a story. Oh, come on. Talk to me. Tell me about it. But when you get that new client and they come in and it's like, I ain't got nothing to talk about. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, we could sit here and stare at each other until the time is up. Um, it's your choice. But one way or another, you know, eventually you'll start talking to me. Because like I said, I feel like not just kids, but people in general, you have to create that safe space for them to understand, okay, look, I'm not, I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to help you. But as my job is for you to understand your own problems, to figure out solutions to your own problems, I'm just here to assist you, you know? So that whole thing, like, man, hold on, man. I got, you got a lot of books behind you, brother. And I feel like so bad because I told myself this year, I'm going to read at least 10 books. So you got like 500 back there. Like, have you read all of those books? Honestly, no. I would say that's okay. one of my toxic traits is okay. you know, I order books before, before I finish the one that I'm reading. <laughs> I, I will say I'm completely self-taught as a marketer. And so a lot of the books back there, like marketing and business books, but I also, you know, for my time at Gottman have a lot of relationship books and therapy books. So <laughs> Okay, because so, I was like, man, listen, uh, I, got, I got like two in there that I haven't even cracked yet. So let me get on my, my New Year's resolution. Okay, so all right, man. But look, um, you know, like I said, look, who needs therapy? To me, I we need therapy. We, we need therapy. Uh, it's essential in some parts because now, I would, like you said in the beginning, it's, it's not just therapy, it's different types of therapy. It's, it's uh, going to the gym, that's my therapy. You know, if I don't go to the gym, if I don't work out, I feel like, whew, you know, sugar, honey, iced tea. But when I go, I knock it out, I get it done. But at the same time, it's somebody, like I said, that just needs to vent conversational therapy. You just want somebody to talk to. But now... What what other forms of therapy are out there? Maybe you can educate me on some th- types of therapy that I don't know. What other types of therapy are out there? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's important to distinguish here between what is therapy and what is therapeutic, right? Because yes. there's a lot of things that are therapeutic, um, but really like the work of therapy happens with a therapist, right? Someone mm-hmm. who is trained, who's gone to school, who has the license that can help really be your guide, right? Um, and so when you think about, yeah, traditional talk therapy, you know, you meeting with the therapist, um, there's group therapy, right? I know, yeah. especially cool. with, with men, mm-hmm. uh, men's groups. Um, you know, there's, there's also... I've, I've heard more kind of like experiential type approaches to therapy where Mm -hmm. you may like go on a walk with your therapist. You're out, like, you know, you're getting outside. 
Um, hmm. I have a therapist friend who works with couples and so she does retreats. And so she takes like four or five couples and they go camping and hiking. And so, yeah, I wonder, getting like I wonder, out of the what, office. I wonder what that is like being in the single world right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, I've heard of that. A couples retreat. Okay. All right. Nice. Um, damn, you know, man. now, I think now like online therapy mm-hmm. is becoming more and more yeah. common. Very true. You know, traditionally, you go to your therapist's yeah. office and you know yeah. you sit yeah <laughs> room, you sit on a couch but now like you can do therapy from home that is very true i, I completely forgot about the online there because to, i know a couple of friends that are therapists like they actually they live here in north carolina but they do therapy in different states because they're licensed in different states um i think that's like one thing i dislike about you know, being a therapist, you can only practice in one state unless you take the test for each right. state that you're in. But you know, that's another story for another day. But hey, it is what it is. So um, now being that, you know, you're in the mental health field, uh, working with mental health uh, advocates, mental health people that just, you know, want to be in this field, therapists, uh, psychiatrists, all those types of fancy people. Um, you yourself, do you get therapy? I do. Yeah, I see a therapist weekly, and you know, I feel very privileged in that I've been generally mentally well. <laughs> you know, I don't struggle with anything in particular, but, um, you know, I look forward to therapy every week. You know, we, we talk about like why I feel the way that I do about things. Um, it's an opportunity for me to dig deeper about my, you know, own goals for my career, help, you know, it's a space to help make decisions, things like that, which I feel like are, um, very valuable just so it, it allows me to really like understand myself better right and when i understand myself better i can show up for other people i like that one man because i i feel like you know um with therapists say we all need therapists need therapists so just to i feel like i want to reach deeper parts of my mind that you know i haven't even achieved or i haven't even realized was there because as human beings, we don't use the full capacity of our brains. Uh, We only use a certain percentage of it. So I want to make sure, you know, just going to therapy, seeing somebody, talking to somebody, you know, even if you don't even have anything to talk about, it's like, well, Mr. Wright, why are you here today? I don't know. I mean, I thought I was good, but now I guess I'm not. Uh, Dude at the traffic light before I got here pissed me off, man. Let's talk about that because it's it's always something behind why you feel the way you feel. So it could have been something else that happened later or earlier in the day as to now you're mad at the person that tried to like. So, you know, I, I would say, you know, to understand myself better so that I can perform better as an individual, as a professional in this mental health field and this world. Um yeah, I like talking to somebody. Just 
I could look in the mirror and talk to myself all day, but I don't know how far I'm gonna get, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, like I, you know, like I said, like I said earlier, I think you can, you know, think of your mental health as the same as your physical health, right? You yeah. think about it like your mental fitness and mm-hmm. part of your exercise routine. You know, if you're going to the gym, if you're you know, going on runs, whatever you do for physical activity, um, you should really be working on your mental health as well. Absolutely, man. I appreciate that. That, that. Very valuable. Very, very valuable. Hey, people. We got Mr. Michael Fulwiler here on the right mentality today. Listen, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate this conversation. I appreciate you for coming on today talking giving the people this information some stuff i knew some stuff i didn't know but hey we got to get it out there brother i want to appreciate you tell the people where they can find you at tell them about your business tell them about you <laughs> yeah thank you so much for having me um the name of my business is Fullweiler media and if you're listening and you work in the mental health space. Maybe you're a startup founder, you're a therapist, you run a group practice. Um, definitely look me up. Uh, I, I write a newsletter also for therapists. It's called Therapy Marketer. Um, therapymarketer.co. Sign up for that for free. And on social, I'm, I'm most active on Twitter these days. And um, my handle there is Michael Fulweiler, just my full name. Yes, yes, yes. Man, listen, believe me, we're going to be in contact, okay? Because, you know, I graduated in May, so believe me, you know, I'm trying to get things moving, you know, you got a little right mentality back there, you know, got two degrees, got, I got, I only got space for one more, okay? <laughs> That's it, just one more. So, <laughs> listen, man, I appreciate you for coming on, good people. Always remember, keep the right mentality, I'm a tag. I'm going to post, make sure you hit that subscribe button and the link. Okay, y'all have a good day.